this is episode one and only of so-called season five of Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, we offer the resolutions of Jonathan Edwards, an American Puritan, father of 11, preacher of the classic sermon, Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God, a former president of Princeton, and a very godly minister. The resolutions of Jonathan Edwards. Being sensible that I am unable to do anything without God's help, I do humbly entreat him by his grace to enable me to keep these resolutions so far as they are agreeable to his will for Christ's sake. Remember to read over these resolutions once a week. Number one, resolved that I will do whatsoever I think to be most to God's glory and my own good, profit, and pleasure in the whole of my duration without any consideration of the time, whether now or never so many myriads of ages hence, resolved to do whatever I think to be my duty and most for the good and advantage of mankind in general, resolved to do this, whatever difficulties I meet with, how many soever and how great soever. Number two, resolved to be continually endeavoring to find out some new contrivance and invention to promote the aforementioned things. Number three, resolved, if ever I shall fall and grow dull so as to neglect to keep any part of these resolutions, to repent of all I can remember when I come to myself again. Number four, resolved never to do any manner of thing, whether in soul or body, less or more, but what tends to the glory of God, nor be, nor suffer it, if I can avoid it. Number five, resolved never to lose one moment of time, but improve it in the most profitable way I possibly can. Number six, resolved to live with all my might while I do live. Number seven, resolved never to do anything which I should be afraid to do if it were the last hour of my life. Number eight, resolved to act in all respects, both speaking and doing, as if Nobody had been so vile as I. And as if I had committed the same sins or had the same infirmities or failings as others, and that I will let the knowledge of their failings promote nothing but shame in myself and prove only an occasion of my confessing my own sins and misery to God. July 30. Number nine, resolved to think much on all occasions of my own dying and of the common circumstances which attend death. Number 10, resolved, when I feel pain, to think of the pains of martyrdom and of hell. 
Number 11, resolved. When I think of any theorem in divinity to be solved, immediately to do what I can towards solving it if circumstances do not hinder. Number 12, resolved. If I take delight in it as a gratification of pride or vanity or on any such account, immediately to throw it by. Number 13, resolved to be endeavoring to find out fit objects of charity and liberality. Number 14, resolved never to do anything out of revenge. Number 15, resolved never to suffer the least motions of anger towards irrational beings. Number 16, resolved never to speak evil of anyone so that it shall tend to his dishonor more or less upon no account except for some real good. Number 17, resolved that I will live so as I shall wish I had done when I come to die. Number 18, resolved to live so at all times as I think is best in my devout frames and when I have clearest notion of things of the gospel and another world. Number 19, resolved never to do anything which I should be afraid to do. If I expected, it would not be above an hour before I should hear the last trump. Number 20, resolved to maintain the strictest temperance in eating and drinking. Number 21, resolved never to do anything which if I should see in another, I should count a just occasion to despise him for or to think any way the more meanly of him. Number 22, resolved to endeavor to obtain for myself as much happiness in the other world as I possibly can with all the power, might, vigor, and vehemence, yea, violence, I am capable of or can bring myself to exert in any way that can be thought of. Number 23, resolved frequently to take some deliberate action, which seems most unlikely to be done for the glory of God and trace it back to the original intention, designs, and ends of it. And if I find it not to be for God's glory, to repute it as a breach of the fourth resolution. Number 24, resolved. Whenever I do any conspicuously evil action, to trace it back till I come to the original cause and then both carefully endeavor to do so no more and to fight and pray with all my might against the original of it. Number 25, resolved to examine carefully 
and constantly what that one thing in me is which causes me in the least to doubt of the love of God and to direct all my forces against it. Number 26, resolved to cast away such things as I find do abate my assurance. Number 27, resolved never willfully to omit anything except the omission be for the glory of God and frequently to examine my omissions. Number 28, resolved to study the scriptures so steadily, constantly, and frequently as that I may find and plainly perceive myself to grow in the knowledge of the same. Number 29, resolved never to count that a prayer, nor to let that pass as a prayer, nor that as a petition of a prayer, which is so made that I cannot hope that God will answer it, nor that as a confession, which I cannot hope God will accept. Number 30, resolved to strive to my utmost every week to be brought higher in religion and to a higher exercise of grace than I was the week before. Number 31, resolved never to say anything at all against anybody, but when it is perfectly agreeable to the highest degree of Christian honor and of love to mankind, agreeable to the lowest humility and sense of my own faults and failings, and agreeable to the golden rule, often, when I have said anything against anyone, to bring it to and try it strictly by the test of this resolution. Number 32, resolved to be strictly and firmly faithful to my trust, that that in Proverbs 20, verse 6, a faithful man who can find may not be partly fulfilled in me. Number 33, resolved to do always what I can towards making, maintaining, and preserving peace when it can be done without overbalancing detriment in other respects. December 26, 1722. Number 34, resolved in narrations never to speak anything but the pure and simple verity. Number 35, resolved, whenever I so much question whether I have done my duty as that my quiet and calm is thereby disturbed, to set it down, and also how the question was resolved. December 18, 17, 22. Number 36, resolved, never to speak evil of any except I have some particular good call for it, December 19, 1722. Number 37, resolved to inquire every night as I am going to bed, wherein I have been negligent, what sin I have committed, 
and wherein I have denied myself. Also, at the end of every week, month, and year. Number 38, resolved. Never to speak anything that is ridiculous, sportive, or matter of laughter on the Lord's Day. Sabbath evening, December 23, 1722. Number 39, resolved. Never to do anything of which I so much question the lawfulness of as that I intend at the same time to consider and examine afterwards whether it be lawful or not, unless I as much question the lawfulness of the omission. Number 40, resolved to inquire every night before I go to bed whether I have acted in the best way I possibly could with respect to eating and drinking. Number 41, resolved to ask myself at the end of every day, week, month, and year, wherein I could possibly in any respect have done better. Resolved, frequently, number 42, resolved, frequently to renew the dedication of myself to God, which was made at my baptism, which I solemnly renewed when I was received into the communion of the church and which I have solemnly remade this 12th day of January, 1722-23. Number 43, resolved, never henceforward till I die, to act as if I were any way my own, but entirely and altogether God's, agreeable to what is to be found in Saturday, January 12. Number 44, resolved that no other end but religion shall have any influence at all on any of my actions, and that no action shall be in the least circumstance any otherwise than the religious end will carry it. Number 45, resolved never to allow any pleasure or grief, joy or sorrow, nor any affection at all, nor any degree of affection, nor any circumstances relating to it, but what helps religion. Number 46, resolved never to allow the least measure of any fretting uneasiness at my father or mother, resolved to suffer no effects of it as much as is in the least alteration of speech or motion of my eye, and to be especially careful of it with respect to any of our family. Number 47, resolved to endeavor to my utmost, to deny whatever is not most agreeable to a good and universally sweet and benevolent, quiet, peaceable, contented and easy, compassionate and generous, humble and meek, submissive and obliging, diligent and industrious, charitable and even 
patient, moderate, forgiving, and sincere temper, and to do at all times what such a temper would lead me to, and to examine strictly at the end of every week whether I have done so. Sabbath morning, May 5th, 1723. Number 48. Resolved constantly with the utmost niceness and diligence and the strictest scrutiny to be looking into the state of my soul that I may know whether I have truly an interest in Christ or not that when I come to die, I may not have any negligence respecting this to repent of. Number 49, resolved that this shall never be if I can help it. Number 50, resolved I will act so as I think I shall judge would have been best and most prudent when I come into the future world. Number 51, resolved that I will act so in every respect as I think I shall wish I had done if I should at last be damned. Number 52, I frequently hear persons in old age say how they would live if they were to live their lives over again, resolved that I will live just so as I can think I shall wish I had done, supposing I live to old age. Number 53, resolved to improve every opportunity when I am in the best and happiest frame of mind, to cast and venture my soul on the Lord Jesus Christ, to trust and confide in him, and consecrate myself wholly to him, that from this I may have assurance of my safety, knowing that I confide in my Redeemer. Number 54. Whenever I hear anything spoken in conversation of any person, if I think it would be praiseworthy in me, resolved to endeavor to imitate it. Number 55. Resolved to endeavor to my utmost to act as I can think I should do if I had already seen the happiness of heaven and hell torments. Number 56, resolved never to give over nor in the least to slacken my fight with my corruptions, however unsuccessful I may be. Number 57, resolved when I fear misfortunes and adversities to examine whether I have done my duty and resolve to do it and let the event be just as providence orders it, I will as far as I can be concerned about nothing but my duty and my sin. Number 58, resolved not only to refrain from an air of dislike, fretfulness, and anger in conversation, but to exhibit an air of love, cheerfulness, and benignity. Number 59, resolved, when I am most conscious of provocations to ill nature and anger, 
that I will strive most to feel and act good-naturedly, yea, at such times, to manifest good nature, though I think that in other respects it would be disadvantageous and so as would be imprudent at other times. <coughs> Number 60. Resolved. Whenever my feelings begin to appear in the least out of order, when I am conscious of the least uneasiness within or the least irregularity without, I will then subject myself to the strictest examination. Number 61. Resolved that I will not give way to that listlessness which I find unbends and relaxes my mind from being fully and fixedly set on religion. Whatever excuse I may have for it, that what my listlessness inclines me to do is best to be done, etc. Number 62. Resolved never to do anything but duty, and then according to Ephesians 6, 6 through 8, to do it willingly and cheerfully as unto the Lord and not to man, knowing that whatever good thing any man doth, the same shall he receive of the Lord. Number 63, on the supposition that there never was to be but one individual in the world at any one time who was properly a complete Christian, in all respects of a right stamp, having Christianity always shining in its true luster and appearing excellent and lovely, from whatever part and under whatever character reviewed, resolved to act just as I would do if I strove with all my might to be that one who should live in my time. Number 64 Resolved, when I find those groanings which cannot be uttered, Romans 8, 26, of which the apostle speaks, and those breakings of soul for the longing it hath, of which the psalmist speaks, Psalm 119, 20, that I will promote them to the utmost of my power, and that I will not be weary of earnestly endeavoring to vent my desires nor of the repetitions of such earnestness. Number 65, resolved very much to exercise myself in this all my life long, viz. with the greatest openness of which I am capable of, to declare my ways to God and lay open my soul to him, all my sins, temptations, difficulties, sorrows, fears, hopes, desires, and everything, and every circumstance, according to Dr. Manton's 27th sermon on Psalm 119. Number 66, resolved, that I will endeavor also always to keep a benign aspect and air of acting and speaking in all places and in all companies, except it should so happen that duty requires otherwise. Number 67, resolved, after afflictions to inquire what I am the better for them, and what am I the better for them, and what I might have got by them. Number 68, resolved, 
to confess frankly to myself all that which I find in myself, either infirmity or sin, and if it be what concerns religion, also to confess the whole case to God and implore needed help. Number 69, resolved, always to do that which I shall wish I had done when I see others do it. Number 70, let there be something of benevolence in all that I speak. This concludes our only episode of Season 5, Jonathan Edwards' Resolutions.